It is Tuesday, September 15th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Even though it's Tuesday, there is actually racing tonight. Fairbury Speedway is in action tonight with their One for the Road event featuring super late models and modifieds. The late model portion pays $15,000 to win and $1,000 to start, where the UMP modified feature will pay $175 to start and $1,500 to win. With some decent money on the line in an early week show, the field should be pretty solid for both races. Looking at a driver list for tonight, expect names like Bobby Pierce, Brian Shirley, Brandon Shepard, Kyle Strickler, the Gundakers, Shannon Babb, Frank Heckenass Jr., Billy Moyer, and maybe even Brandon Overton to be in attendance tonight with the late models. Fairbury always puts on a good show, so it should be a fun one tonight. In the track's last big event, the Super Nationals back on September 5th, Bobby Pierce won $10,000 in the late model portion, while Nick Hoffman was the nice modified winner. Fans will be allowed at the event, but if you can't attend, Dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing have live streaming coverage tonight. Uh, we'll recap that race on tomorrow show. For those of you wondering where Kyle Larson will race next, it looks like he'll be in Pennsylvania again this weekend with the All-Star Circuit of Champions. The series races Friday night at Williams Grove with $5,000 on the line before heading to Lincoln Speedway on Saturday for the 20000 to win Dirt Classic. Larson already has a win with the All-Stars at Williams Grove back on July 17th. He also won at Williams Grove during Pennsylvania Speed Week. Larson doesn't have an appearance at Lincoln in the last few seasons with either the All-Stars or the Word of Outlaws. We'll talk more about the All-Star events later in the week as we get closer. We've had two COVID-related cancellations in the last 24 hours that are pretty big. First up, officials with the performance racing industry announced last night that the 2020 PRI trade show in Indianapolis, usually scheduled in December, will not take place this year. If you aren't aware of PRI, it's a nearly, it's about a week-long, I believe, trade show that happens every year where most of the motorsports world kind of descends on Indy, uh, you know, to kind of mingle, sell stuff, uh, you know, make uh, relationships, things like that. So it's a good place for kind of the whole industry to come together um, and, and you know, be able to have those conversations that throughout the season maybe they aren't able to have in person. Uh, you know, everybody does big booths and things like that. They take over the convention center there. So it's an important week of the year if you kind of uh, do any sort of business in racing. So that's definitely going to be a loss for this year uh, for sure. Also, via tjslideways.com, it was announced that the World Series Sprint Cars, one of the big sprint car series in Australia, will not race at all during their upcoming 2020-2021 season. There are still issues in Australia with borders being closed and no clear path to public events in a lot of the um, uh, Australian uh, provinces, not provinces, territories, um, which uh, led serious officials to cancel the season. They do plan to return for the following season. Um, so hopefully things kind of get starting, you know, start to get turned around there so they can get some racing in because that certainly sucks. Uh, we'll keep you posted if we hear more about the Australia stuff coming up. Uh, kind of major topic for the show today. Uh, it's something I've been thinking about kind of for the last several weeks. Um, you know, the ability to predict race winners for several of the series that I have in the analytics section, you know, via the analytics formula, um, I think is, you know, you can kind of take that into longer stretches and not just do single races, but we can do obviously longer stretches of the schedule and then maybe use that to predict champions. Um, so I figured with the tight points battle we have going on right now with the World of Outlaws, it might be fun to go through, predict all of the remaining races, and then see how that might shape up for the championship. So I went through and did all of that for the remaining race nights. With Sweet and Shoehart so tight right now, it will basically kind of come down to who prevails more often over the final weeks. There are 14 race nights left in 2020 for the Outlaws. They are Lawton, Devil's Bowl, Plymouth, Wayne County, Lernerville, two nights at Williams Grove, two nights at Port, uh, Port Royal, Lakeside, Lake Ozark, Kokomo, and then the two nights at World Finals. For Shoehart, he hasn't finished outside the top 10 since July at Cedar Lake and has 21 straight top 10s. His average 
finish over the last five races is 5.3. The problem for him, though, is Sweet, after struggling in the middle of July, has come back to life. As I mentioned yesterday, he hasn't finished worse than sixth since Knoxville, a stretch of 10 races, and his average finish over those races is 3.7. The other problem for Shuhart lately is the lack of wins. Through the first 22 races on the schedule, he won five times. In the 18 races since then, he's been winless. He's been near the front a lot with 11 top five finishes, but he's going to need more to beat Sweet down the stretch. So after running predictions for the remaining races on the schedule, the prospects for Shuhart don't look great. Over the remaining 14 nights, he's only favored over uh, Sweet in two of them, and those are both nights at World Finals to end the season. At some tracks like Devil's Bowl, the margin is actually really, really tight between the two, uh, basically a toss-up. Um, like I said, Devil's Bowl. Others, it's pretty wide. Kokomo, Lernerville, Sweet is pretty widely favored over Shuhart in some of these starts to kind of give you the full look of all of the races sweet right now is favored at lawton devil's bowl plymouth wayne county lernerville williams grove port royal lakeside lake ozark and kokomo and then shuhart is favored those two nights at world finals so it looks like sweet's performance and experience down the stretch will probably be too much for shuhart um, and it looks like the prediction for the championship right now is brad sweet Here's what I'll say, though, for Shuhart. If he can keep it tight over the final weeks, his history of better finishes at Charlotte could actually bode well for him. Sweet needed to outrun shots at Charlotte last season to win the title, which he ended up doing by you know only a handful of spots and a handful of points. If Shuhart is down slightly or up just slightly, Charlotte will be the perfect place for him to cap the season. He's been better than Sweet there, including a win recently and several top three finishes, and that could end up being the difference maker. But to keep the pressure on Sweet, Shuhart will need to win over over this final stretch and maybe multiple times. There will be no Kyle Larson in attendance this weekend at Lawton and Devil's Bowl, so he will need to capitalize on those opportunities to win and get top five runs. The gap between the two drivers is 10 points right now, which is basically five positions on the track with two points separating all uh, finishing positions. But remember, the winner gets an additional two points. So the, you know between the winner and second place is actually a four-point gap. So those additional two points with those wins could be big down the stretch. So certainly keep an eye on this. This will be something that will kind of be a continued topic of conversation um, as the season comes to a close here. Um, it's going to be fun to watch. There's no doubt about that. And, and the other thing I will say for Shuhart is Shuhart has won a lot of places and done a lot of things this year that we've never seen him do before. Um, so to think that he couldn't mount a charge, get hot, win some races down the stretch is something that's absolutely possible. Uh, but for right now, kind of looking at the numbers, Brad Sweet uh, is the championship producer from the dirttracker.com analytics formula. So uh, we'll probably do this a little bit more in the future. I want to, um, with as tight as the all-star points have gotten, I would kind of like to do something similar here over the final races with the all-stars as well. Uh, so we might do that later in the week or next week as well. So stay tuned for that. If you're looking for some dirt racing to watch tonight, there are a few things on the streaming schedule at dirttracker.com. As I talked about earlier, Dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing have 15,000 to win late models and modifieds tonight from Fairbury. Um, Speed Sport has Carolina uh, Carolina Clash late models from Lawrence County Speedway, and as usual, there is USAC 24-7 on Flow Racing as well. If you'd like to see the full list of what to watch tonight, you can find that at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight, along with links to watch. Before I close up shop today, I want to do a little bit of shameless plugging at dirttracker.com. It's my show, so I'm going to do what I want. Uh, if you are new to the show, make sure you check out the website, uh, dirttracker.com, for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff. Um, I know there's some new people that probably have watched the YouTube show, that watch or that listen to the podcast that maybe haven't been to the website. It's a good place, I think, to start your day to kind of get caught up on everything dirt racing. It's something that I use. I, I built it, but I use it all the time, especially to put together my notes for this podcast um, and do a lot of other things. I think that front page 
has all of the latest news from your favorite racing series and news sites. Having that all in one place where you can just kind of scroll through um, and be able to see everything in one place I think is super valuable. And that news updates automatically throughout the day. You don't have to wait for me to do anything. Um, basically every 15 minutes that thing refreshes itself. So if stuff breaks, it will be there very, very quickly. Uh, so it's a good place to kind of check throughout today to see what's new. And, and, and especially like on the weekends when you've got race results and things like that coming out, that page will update uh, as soon as that stuff gets posted. So that's a good place to go to kind of start out. Um, there's also some really great featured photos as well that we've added here in the last week or so. Um, and some photographers have continued sending me new stuff. So that has will uh, has and will continue to be updated as that stuff comes in as well. Um, and make sure to click on those photos. There's some uh, opportunities to see more stuff from those guys on there as well. A lot of the numbers and stats I talk about um, on this podcast, you can actually see for yourself uh, in the analytics section at DirtTracker.com. I've got results and stats for the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars, Late Models, the All-Star Circuit of Champions, and Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Um, you, um, you can kind of find all kinds of information in there, the full stat load, individual driver pages, race results, all of that stuff is in there, um, and more is being added, and kind of those pages are being updated and changed all the time. I'm actually working on some new additions to the driver page stuff right now, which will hopefully debut in the next day or two. Also, if you want to listen to other dirt racing podcasts, not just this one, the podcast page is a good place to start there, dirttrucker.com slash podcast. Um, the videos page features some of the top dirt racing YouTube channels. Um, all of those playlists are there. That stuff updates automatically as well. Um, the... Uh, along with the videos page, um, we've added not only there's series stuff on there, track stuff on there, but um, in recent days, weeks, we've added um, pages like David Gravel's page where he, um, David Gravel's YouTube channel where he could, does his weekly vlogs. Um, there's several other drivers on there as well. So that's a good place to check out as well. Um, the Dirt Tracker streaming schedule is up there, which I mention on the show every single day. Um, you can find that daily pay-per-view schedule there as well. So if you're looking for some dirt racing to watch, that's a good place to start. And then also you can find information on 164 dirt tracks right now in the tracks section. So I really want the site to kind of be a good jumping off point for dirt racing folks. Um, I continue to kind of add and tweak the the site, you know, almost weekly. So um, it's always changing, always evolving, hopefully getting better. If you have thoughts or comments about the site, certainly reach out. Um, don't hesitate to let me know what you think. If there's something you don't like, if there's something that you would like to see there, uh, let me know because I would like to make it better. So again, if you haven't checked out the site, please do so. It's a great place to uh, check out every single day, dirttracker.com. That's it for the show today. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com, and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirt tracker and the website itself like i just talked about dirttracker.com you can follow me personally on twitter at justin underscore feeder and don't forget to sign up for the dirt tracker weekly newsletter thanks everybody for tuning in we'll see you tomorrow for more dirt tracker daily 